My name is Jonathan Blackwood. Welcome to My Tech Decisions Podcast. Today's guest is Nimi Reichenberg, CMO of Simplify. Nimi and I discuss the benefits of cybersecurity partners for security operations teams. Specifically, we discuss four challenges that these teams face. Alert overload, disparate tools, the processes, and the talent shortage of cybersecurity professionals across the industry. Nimi dives into each of these challenges, how they came to be, and some ways to assuage the fallback of these challenges. We also discuss the cybersecurity landscape as a whole and postulate on what the future holds in terms of enterprise cybersecurity. Anyone interested in learning more about hiring outside vendors to assist in cybersecurity for their organization should give this interview a listen. Enjoy. Before we get to the interview, a quick reminder that My Tech Decisions podcast is now available on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Make sure to subscribe in order to instantly download the latest interviews with expert AV integrators, IT providers, security installers, technology manufacturers, and commercial technology decision makers like yourself. If you like what you hear, you can leave a comment and rate the podcast as well. Search for My Tech Decisions podcast on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Download and subscribe. Now let's get to the interview. Welcome to My Tech Decisions podcast. Today's guest is Nimi Reichenberg from Simplify. Nimi, thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Uh, It's a pleasure to have you. Uh, We invited Nimi on as our ongoing uh, pursuit of cybersecurity information for our audience. And uh, Nimi is an expert in cybersecurity uh, through his company, Simplify. Nimi, could you give the audience an idea of who Simplify is and what you guys do? Sure. So Simplify is a company that provides a security operations platform in a space that's uh, referred to as security orchestration, automation, and response. It's often abbreviated to SOAR. And um, what we essentially do is help security analysts and security operations teams work more effectively and more efficiently. Uh, now, you may ask yourself, you know, why, why do these guys need to work more, more effectively, more efficiently? What challenges uh, do they have today? So maybe I'll just kind of briefly cover the, the, the four challenges that we set out to solve that really plague every security operations team today. So if, if you follow security operations, basically what these security analysts do is they have to respond to uh, kind of an endless amount of alerts that are triggered and investigate them um, to realize, I know maybe this is a false positive or maybe I've actually been breached from under attack and I need to do something about it. And what's happened over the years is the first challenge that they're um, facing is commonly referred to as alert overload which basically means that over the years, we've added so many security detection tools and they all generate a lot of alerts that security operations teams today are just flooded with alerts and they can't possibly get to them all. And you know, it's a very well-known fact that a lot of the security breaches that we've all um, read about in the papers um, were actually detected by the security tools that companies put in place, but they were just lost in this you know, endless flood of alerts, right? And that's, that's how these uh, attacks went unnoticed. 
The second challenge that security operations teams have and we address is that of disparate tools. So again, there's a lot of different tools that security analysts use to, to investigate and, and respond to these alerts, and they typically don't integrate with each other. So if you've ever gone into a security operations center, it, it's very common to see an analyst looking at four different monitors with 20 tabs open on each monitor uh, and kind of you know copying, pasting between all these tools in a very manual and, and cumbersome way to do their job. The third challenge uh, that we address is that of, of, of processes. So um, surprisingly, there is, um, in a lot of companies, very few processes that guide an analyst, a security analyst, uh, uh, when it comes to what do I need to do when a certain alert, alert comes in? What process do I follow? Um, those processes, again, sometimes they don't exist. A lot of times there's a lot of tribal knowledge. And for the most part, they're very manual, which, which means that these Investigations take a lot of time, and, and time is a very critical factor in security, right? A lot of time, um, it's about how quickly you can respond to, to an attack, not really if you can block it all together. And the last thing is, is the cybersecurity talent shortage, which has been talked about a lot. There are, depending on which research you read, maybe between three and five million unfilled cybersecurity positions. And what that means is that companies can't really hire their way out of this problem. You know, it's not like a SOC manager can wake up in the morning and say, oh, I've, you know, I've gotten five times more alert. Let me just hire five times more people. Right? Good luck finding those people, training, retaining them. So there's a, very, a growing appetite in security to automate as much as you can. So you can actually free up time uh, in your you know, busy team schedule. I, I noticed on the website, if I'm understanding it correctly, that you guys uh, will work with both direct with uh, the end user and also with uh, managed security service providers that will then work with the end user. Is that correct? Absolutely. If you look at this kind of function of, of security operations, so what you find, you tend to find is that larger companies um, have the um, resources to invest and build this function on their own, right? So obviously, if you're a big bank or a Fortune 500 or Fortune 2000 companies, uh, you know, you're going to buy SIM technology, you're going to hire analysts, you're going to invest in everything you need to do that on your own. Uh, and therefore, you know, those would be prospective customers uh, for us. Uh, if you're a smaller company, you typically, you know, don't really have the resources to do this on your own, you know, staff a team of security analysts in shifts 24-7. So you typically outsource that function to a managed security service provider. And then all the challenges that I talked about are now um, challenges that the managed security service provider has to deal with, not just by monitoring one network, but maybe by monitoring dozens of hundreds of their customers' networks. So uh, we basically sell to whoever has that challenge. If it's the end user um, um, or an enterprise that has their own security operations center or an MSSP that does this um, at, you know, as, as a service to multiple customers. Okay, uh, good to know. And, and we've seen that a lot as well. And I want to touch on the four challenges and, and just go a little bit more into them uh, that you uh, mentioned. And I'll go in the order that you brought them up. So first, the, the alert overload. My question on that is essentially, you know, from what I understand and what we've heard from other security experts, there are there's a constant barrage of potential cybersecurity threats to every company uh, going on, and it's it's constantly uh, evolving and developing. So that alert overload. How do you guys how do you guys sift through and find the credible alerts? And and is it an automation thing? And and is it just going to continue to get worse as time goes on to the point where end users are going to need a company like Simplify just to you know, get through the muck and, and find the real, uh, you know, dangers. 
Right. So I'll start at the end. I would argue that every company um, that has a you know, sizable security operations teams needs a solution like Simplify today. And this is why this category is, is extremely fast growing, right? Because it, it, it's been out there, the technology is proven, and, and a lot of people say, okay, I absolutely need to, to get this. And also, by the way, I think that the message that, hey, make everything that you've got work together better and automate um, the processes um, resonates a lot more than, hey, uh, how about you add another detection tool, uh, even though you already got 20 in place, add, add detection tool number 21, and that's maybe we'll catch something that the other 20 didn't catch, right? So I think, I think SOAR is, 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 is really is the here and now. Now, in terms of how to you know, handle all these alerts, so um, kind of there's, there's multiple answers to this question. At the, at the, at the, at the raw level, um, typically what generates these alerts is, is a SIM solution, not only, but typically it is a SIM solution. Uh, so companies do need to put a lot of effort into tuning their SIM in a good way, um, you know, doing some correlation, so hopefully as fewer alerts as, as possible are, are generated. Still, that number is probably not going to be manageable, right? And that's where a source solution um, comes into play and helps deal with alert overload in a couple of different ways. One um, way we help deal with alert overload is that when it comes to kind of false positive or, or trivial cases, we can automate the entire process, right? A lot of, um, I'll give you a very common example that security teams deal with, phishing emails, right? I mean, you, you get an email, you're not sure, you forward it to your security team, you know, can I click on this link? Is this safe, et cetera, right? So, uh, and most of these are actually safe and we can automate this process. Uh, what analysts do is, you know, they take the, maybe the sender's URL or the attachment and kind of run a bunch of checks on that in a couple of different systems. And if they all come out clean, they dismiss it as a false positive. That's a process that can be fully automated, right? I mean, there's nothing glorious about, you know, as I said, copy pasting that value into a system and seeing that it's clean. But for the alerts that can't be fully automated, and there's a lot of that, and one of the questions I get asked is, you know, is, will this automate um, the analyst out of the job? And, and the answer is absolutely not. There's still so much work that requires critical human thinking. But even for those alerts, um, what we do is automate a lot of the grunt work. Uh, Surprisingly, a lot of analyst time today is not spent analyzing. It's actually spent preparing for the analysis, fetching data, enriching data, and, and all that stuff. These are things that can be um, automated using a source solution. And what that means that analysts, instead of spending you know, 30 minutes fetching data and five minutes analyzing, all that data is prefetched for you automatically, and you can make the analysis in five minutes. So you basically cut down the time uh, required to investigate each alert by anywhere between 70 to 95%. And that, of course, increases the capacity of the analyst to handle more alerts. And if you listen to some of our customers, they a lot of them say that, hey, this is a 10x force multiplier for their team, right? So their team, same amount of people are able to handle 10x more alerts with a, with a source solution in place. Yeah. Now I want to talk about the tools because you did mention, you know, that someone might be adding their 21st or they might have all of these tools that don't always integrate together. My background or, or where Tech Decisions uh, comes from with, with a close relationship with our sister publication, Commercial Integrator, is from the AV side of things, which really over the last 10 years has seen sort of the same deal where it used to be all of these different tools that you needed to hire an integrator to patch them all together and make them talk to each other. And manufacturers have started to uh, kind of handle that on their own a little bit and make it so that their products will work with a competitor's products because that makes it easier for the end user. It makes their bottom line. There's a million reasons why. But my question is, 
is that going to be the case or is that at all the case uh, with the cybersecurity tools or is it always going to be that, you know, a company like Simplify or one of Simplify's partners that they're working with an, uh, a managed service provider is going to need to come in and, and make it so these tools can talk to each other? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. So first of all, I think there is growing understanding in the market that tools do need to, to um work together and, and we really welcome that approach. And, and first and foremost, what that means from a technical perspective is that products today have a lot more uh, APIs that you can call on, which is typically how we uh, stitch everything together, just using the vendor provided API. Um, whether things are going to get better or not kind of depends because in security, you also see a lot of uh, platform pushes, you know, big companies saying, well, I want to be the platform for everything. And they make sure that all their products talk to, uh, you know, work nicely together, but maybe not necessarily other products. So there's a lot of companies that are saying, why do you even want to use, um, you know, best of breed solutions for multiple vendors, just buy everything from me, one mega vendor, and I'm going to be your platform. So um, I don't know if things are, are taking a turn for the better or not, but, but certainly growing understanding that, uh, products need to, to speak to each other. Now, what, what we do for the integration is obviously we have dedicated teams that make sure that, that we integrate with, with all the solutions that um, security analysts need. And by the way, it's not just security. Uh, a lot of times what security analysts need to do is, hey, this user clicked on something, go to Active Directory and get me information about this user. Or I need to send an email to this user, right? So you have to integrate with your email solution. Or, or I need to open a ticket in my ticketing system uh, for IT to um, re-image this machine. So it's not just security tools. It's also kind of other tools that security analysts use. And the important thing is not just the integration, but it's also um, building what is commonly referred to as a playbook or a runbook and understanding what is the sequence of actions, what's the logic, right? If you found this to be malicious in tool number A, then go do that. So uh, so it's not just the raw integration. It's, it's the built-in knowledge and logic on how to piece together all these tools to create cohesive, consistent processes that analysts can follow time in, time out to make good, fast decisions. And that's really kind of the secret sauce of the platform. It's not just the raw integration of, hey, calling on specific functionality in a tool. Yeah, which I think leads right into the the concept of processes, which uh, in my very humble and limited opinion, I think that the process is really where it's it's going to be make or break for a lot of companies. So uh, could you give us, uh, what does the end user get when working with Simplify or a company like Simplify? Is it more of a, a training on processes or a script that you guys are giving them? What do you mean by providing them with the right processes? Sure. So, so. There's two, two parts to, uh, two, two parts answer to that question. So one, the product does come with a lot of built-in knowledge, um, it, based on our customers' experiences, on the fact that a lot of uh, people uh, in Simplify were actually founded by people with SOC and security operations exper expertise. So we have more than 80 playbooks that come out of the box that handle common scenarios, and, and you can customize them. So that's the, the first um, part. The second part is that there's actually a very easy drag-and-drop uh, playbook creator. So if, if you, you have a process in your company that maybe exists on a, on a, some sort of a Word document or a Visio uh, document, and I want to say, great, now I want everybody to follow that process. For example, in my previous example, if a phishing, suspected phishing email comes in, step one, I want to go to you know, Active Directory and, and get information about the user. Step two, I want to you know, send uh, um, uh, the you know plug the the sender's name in virus total and see if it's if it's part of a known malicious phishing attack, right? And kind of you know and and, and if it is, and I go to you know branch out one way or another way. Basically, you take that process and it's really really easy and and 
you can go to our website and see how easy it is. Just kind of drag and drop the, the, the process. And what that ensures is that every analyst, even a junior analyst that you've just hired that now has to investigate and learn, has a process to follow um, in a consistent way. And that process is, is repeatable and consistent. And the second step is, hey, what, what steps can I automate in this process, right? If I can, um, I obviously want to automate as much as possible. Uh, anything that kind of, yeah, you know, really doesn't require uh, critical analyst thinking, want to automate. And then I'm going to have decision points for the analyst. Hey, go look at this data, make a decision. Do you want to go one way or the other? Do you, is, this a, is this a real um, thread or is this a false positive? So, um, so again, there's built-in knowledge that comes out of the box and the ability to easily customize and create playbooks. Yeah, and, and now going into that kind of final uh, point, which you, you already did touch on a lot, but I, I also just want to emphasize it because this is something that I've seen a lot, just, just talking to a lot of security providers and managed service providers, the talent shortage in cybersecurity. And, and it's really, it's not because I think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's not because there aren't people interested in cybersecurity and, and qualified um, cybersecurity experts. It's really just because the threats from cybersecurity are so great and so large and so ever-changing that it's really difficult for experts to keep up. And I think that uh, companies like Simplify and managed service providers can really be helpful for especially SMBs and medium-sized businesses to get that uh, high-level talent uh, that that they don't need to, to your point, that they don't need to break the bank trying to hire someone for, for their company. And maybe they don't even have the cost that, that a real expert uh, would have. So if you could just speak about, you know, how is this working? How are, where, where is all the talent going? And how has that kind of helped your company and some of the managed service providers that you work with? Sure. So, so kind of my take on, on the cybersecurity um, talent shortage is really just supply and demand, right? If you look at how many companies had security teams in place 10, 15 years ago, a lot of companies didn't. And those that did, how big was that security team, right? Oh, maybe um, a certain company 15 years ago, they had a security team of three. And today, as you said, because cybersecurity is more complex and there's more threats and more technology to deploy and more, um, you know, a bigger attack service to cover, maybe that company today, instead of a team of three, needs a team of 10. So, you know, fast forward, um, you know, 15 years ago, now we're in present day. So really, again, if you look at how many cybersecurity professionals are needed, it's just exploding. And... Um, Unfortunately, you can't manufacture cybersecurity professionals overnight. And what's even harder to manufacture cybersecurity professionals overnight is experienced cybersecurity professionals. You know, one of the things I like to say is that to um, uh, create a cybersecurity professional with 10 years of experience takes 10 years, right? There's just no, no way around it. So I think a lot um, of young people are getting into cybersecurity um, um, uh, today. And by the way, you know, if you're young and you're in IT and you're thinking of a career, I recommend you go into cybersecurity. You're probably um, going to have a well-paying job for, for many, many years to come. Uh, but, you know, it takes time until supply catches up with demand, and demand is also constantly increasing. So I think that's kind of at the, at the heart of it, the story of the cybersecurity skill shortage. Um, now, what tools like Simplify help do is a couple of things. First of all, again, if it's a 10x force multiplier, great. I've just, you know, magically made my team, you know, my, my, my five analysts do the work of, of 20 or 30 or 50 analysts just via automation, right? So that, that's one aspect of it. The second aspect of it is because I have now codified my tribal knowledge, right? That, that know-how that maybe just my one uh, senior 
uh, security guru was able to do because it is now in a process that's accessible to everyone. And even some of it's automated. I have now kind of, you know, uh, up the game of my more junior analysts to do more senior work. And you couple the two together, um, it's a big help. Now, I'm not certainly not pitching Simplify or Soar as the silver bullet to solve all your cybersecurity talent skill shortage uh, uh, challenges. But again, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big help and it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, and, and I'll just jump in as well. And, and just from kind of uh, my perspective, it, it seems that uh, in a lot of ways, a an enterprise company that's not a cybersecurity company or a managed service provider is is to a certain uh, to a certain extent uh, there's some trepidation around paying for education for their cybersecurity experts because the fear is and and really I think the reality is especially in cybersecurity that the turnover is very quick and and really IT in general that instead of having someone there for 10 years they might stay for 3 or 4 years and then move to another op- uh, opportunity and come back and I think with companies like Simplify and with a lot of managed service providers they're more okay you guys are more okay with training your staff and knowing that they they might you know prematurely take off for another opportunity because you know that someone else is going to come in and you're going to end up getting someone else from one of these other companies. So just another, for our end user audience, just another kind of benefit of using companies like Simplify, like managed service providers, because it really takes the onus of education off of your hands. And you don't have to worry about, you know, putting a bunch of money into educating your staff just for them to jump ship. Now that's on someone else's plate in an uh, in kind of an ecosystem where there's, it's a lot more fluid and there's a lot more um, kind of crisscrossing of really talented individuals. And, and correct me if I'm wrong on that, but that's just kind of uh, been what I've seen so far. Yeah, for sure. By the way, your, your comment reminded me of a, of, a, of a famous joke where the where the CFO turns to the CEO and said, "Hey, what if we spend all these all this money training our people and they leave?" And the CEO then turns to the CFO and says, what if we don't and they stay, right? So, um, you know, it's, it, I think I'm all for training your, your, your employees to be the best they possibly can. And, you know, turnover is a part of life. But, you know, all that said is um, there's certainly value in solutions like Simplify that document the tribal knowledge. Because today, many organizations dread the day that their senior security engineer with so much tribal knowledge that nobody has will decide to leave, right? That'll be a huge hit for that company. So, so you know, train your people, make them, make them the best that, that you can be. Uh, don't always think what happens when they leave, but there's a lot of value in codifying the tribal knowledge, making it accessible to everyone. That'll help you uh, when the inevitable happens. You know, most people are not going to, re- you know, retire from, their, from your company. And when they leave, at, at the very least, you know that their, their tribal knowledge is captured and available to all. Well, very well said. Nimi, thank you so much for joining us. If anyone in our audience wants to learn more about Simplify, how can they uh, get in touch or how can they find out more information? Sure. So you can visit us at, at simplify.co and Simplify is spelled S-I-E-M-P-L-I-F-Y.co or follow us on Twitter at, at Simplify. Okay. And obviously, uh, anyone that's coming through my tech decisions to listen to this uh, interview, the link will be uh, accompanying the, uh, the podcast episode as well. So I encourage you to check it out. I encourage you to look into these types of services because they really can be a, a boon for companies. Uh, Nimi Reichenberg from Simplify, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to My Tech Decisions Podcast. Here at Tech Decisions, it's our mission to help you do your job better. 
If you'd like to learn more, head over to www.mytechdecisions.com or follow us on Twitter at MyTechDecisions. I'm your host, Jonathan Blackwood, Managing Editor of Tech Decisions, and you can find me at Blackwood Tweets. Thank you again for listening and good luck with all of your installations and implementations.